0: And away we go. It is the Holy Grail BCJ podcast right here on BearcatJournal.com. Baseball season almost here. Make sure before and after every Reds game, you visit our partners at the Holy Grail. Get you something to drink, a nice frosty beverage. Get you some good food. Don't pay the ballpark prices. Pay the Holy Grail prices. As always, a huge thanks to our friends at the Holy Grail. Big show today. Let's get things started. Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Dave was lucky enough, fortunate enough to be able to uh, find a little bit of time away from work today so that he could come down and join me and take in many of the festivities. For Pro Day, that what did you uh, what did you think of Pro Day? What did you did you come away with? Uh, what were your overarching thoughts?
1: Was it's uh, pretty wild in general seeing so many people yeah. as we as we've been to you know other Pro Days in the past when you have a a few draftable players, uh, but uh, to see. What I think ended up being right at or a little over a hundred total NFL personnel in attendance. Uh you know, quite a few guys from the Falcons, quite a few from the commanders, ended up being quite a few from the Bengals. Um but yeah, it was it was pretty wild. It was um is also pretty boring. Yeah, they're, not, they're all not that exciting. They're not like anything exciting. Uh, you know, kind of, it's very much just like the Combine all over again. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a necessary part of the process and one that I'm sure all of the guys are happy to be done with. Now we move on to the team's hosting players. And we are just over a month away from the draft, so it is it is coming up rather quickly.
0: That's what—that's the wild part that it's already so close, man. <coughs> yeah. Just...
1: What, what happens when your when your season goes to New Year's Eve and the NFL team in town goes till the middle of February? F- football just the whole offseason for both teams just uh it seems to jump up on you rather quickly.
0: Um yeah, it, I I had a chance to uh I was chatting with, with Zach Taylor for a little bit and was one of those like, Can you believe this is real?
1: <coughs> Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> well, I wasn't chatting with Zach, so I, I don't know what he said, but uh, you know, Dez was the the highlight of the day, the one that the most people were there for. I mean, I saw obviously it's it was on Twitter, but for the for the non-Twitterers, I saw Lovey Smith of the Texans, I saw Ron Rivera of the Commanders, Arthur Smith of the Falcons, Dennis Allen of the Saints, uh, all. Quarterback-interested teams. Um, saw the assistant general manager for the Saints. The offensive coordinator for the Cowboys was there. Not that they're necessarily looking for a quarterback, but... Uh, but yeah, Dez was, I think, the main attraction, especially with uh, Sauce resting on everything from the Combine, which he had no reason to do anything else. I think he's, you know, I say, I want to say surefire top 10. Um, there are some scenarios where if things get real goofy.
0: and He goes, like, what, 12?
1: Well, no, well, yeah, and like Detroit takes Malik Willis and then Kenny Pickett goes in the top 10, then maybe he gets pushed back but like if that happens 11 he's going 11 or 12 like the, right. com- the commanders or the vikings i i cannot see him getting past both of them um so i thought des was good not great i would say i had him at 43 of 50 i i had it at probably I would say three to four throws that if he he would like back.
0: He th- And he said as much in the in the interview that we had with them that there were a couple. Right.
1: I mean there were there were three or four that were low percentage throws, deep, deep throws, and even though it's against air, it's still a lower percentage shot. But I think there were three, right. maybe four. You know, there was one where he bounced it to, to Ford out of the backfield. And there were a couple, I think, in red zone. That he would have, would have liked to have had back. Um, so good, not great, but I thought, I thought his ball looked better. It looked tighter. Than, yeah, he
0: definitely had a lot more zip on it than than
1: uh, in the season. And I also felt like he had more power behind it, um, especially on like the seam route throws and some of the the middle of the field stuff. It seemed to have a little more juice.
0: Behind it, um, of course. To be fair, when there's no defense, well, sure. That you're trying to like, you know, finesse the ball over. You can step into it and rip it a little bit more. Yeah. Just to yeah, be fair. I mean,
1: he had the uh, you know the the I don't know what you want to call it the finale throw where. You know, Trevor and, Lawrence, you, 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 you know. roll one way and you spin back and then you chuck it as far as you can. And and that was completed. 70 yards in the air. That was completed. And, and so that was good for, you know, for all those times that that happens in the game.
0: <laughs>
1: um, you know, it's, it's funny. I've heard you hear a couple of things like not today, but I've heard them. You know, how was how was the pro day of so and so? Well, you know, he did really good, you know, throwing against no coverage. And then it's right. like, oh, I had the wide receivers. Oh, the wide receivers look great at Ohio State the other day, and I heard someone was like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they did." They, you know, there was no one covering them. So it's, you know, you take it for what it is. Um, but I thought, all in all, I mean, I think he did what he needed to do. I, I thought, and you know, from my standpoint as an onlooker, I thought the session was aggressive. Uh, which I appreciated because I don't, I'm not really interested in seeing how many 10 yard curl routes you can complete against nobody.
0: How much do you think that matters to coaches though? Right? Because a lot of these guys go out there, they throw it 60 times. They don't, they, you know, they don't make one difficult throw the entire time. Right. I think they And want... everybody's like, Oh, the, the ball only touched the, the, the turf once.
1: Right. I think, you know, if I'm a coach, I wanted to see him under center, which he did a lot of under center. I wanted to see him on the move because I wanted to see his accuracy, whether there's no coverage, no rush. I wanted to see his accuracy on the move. And I wanted to see, like, actual NFL concept throws, which they run an NFL concept offense, so none of that was would be foreign to him. But if you're, if you're going from pit, like if you're Mike Tomlin and you went from Pitt, to Liberty, to Ole Miss, to UC, four days in a row, it's a great barometer as to, like, who these guys are and what they can do. Because, like, Matt Corral and Malik Willis, they're making NFL concept throws right now for probably, like, the first time. Not the first time, but that was not what they were doing in college. Right. Like, um and that's what Dez was doing. So I thought he I thought he did really good on like the 15-yard plus middle of the field seam stuff. Like I th- I thought he had good good juice on that. Was was accurate, you know, did a good job with that. So I mean, I'm I am someone asked me today, you know, where do I think he's going to go? And I said 18 to 42. And, wow!
0: Really narrowing it down.
1: Well, it, 18, is, 18 <laughs> is the Saints.
0: Yeah.
1: And forty-two is the Colts.
0: You don't think the Falcons would take him before Eight? that? No. Maybe.
1: I don't really? Think, I don't think so. I think the I Falcons. Mean... I think the Falcons are studying him for if he's there towards the end of the round, and they move back in, or if they. Roll the, almost do like a Bengals roll of the dice when they drafted Andy Dalton. and I just think there's – they have so many issues everywhere. Like their team is, especially offensively, like totally debreft of talent. And it's hard for me to see them passing maybe like wide receiver one at eight when you have literally – I don't think a Falcons fan could name who their wide receivers are
0: right now, <laughs> you
1: know, and you're just going to hit like, what if sauce is there? They could use another corner. Right. Cave like, on is there. They could use D one slash two. Like, it's just hard for me to see a team when you like, you need, it's almost like the Bengals over the last couple of years is like, you need blue chip players. I don't think you take a quarterback that you're not going to start, then they have Marcus Mariota. He's not going to start over him for the first year or two, at least the first year. Right. So why would you take him at eight when you need all these other, like, higher level, like, not higher level, I mean, Dez is a high level player, but, like, you're going to draft the guy at eight and he's going to play 500, 600 snaps for you this year. Right.
0: But I mean, unless you think Des is your QB one yeah. going forward. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Then you do do it. I mean, I'm, I just don't, I don't think that is what is going to happen. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. Like QBs keep their value. Like if, if you draft him and it doesn't work and you, someone's going to trade for him. Like, so, right. but if that's, yeah, if that's who you think, absolutely.
0: Eight's just lofty.
1: A little bit to me, I think.
0: Uh, seven head coaches. Yeah, I believe that's the, the number, right?
1: Uh, six or seven. Atlanta, Houston, well, New Orleans. Up, so I think maybe seven.
0: Atlanta, Houston, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Washington, and Cincinnati. Yeah. That's seven. Yeah. That's seven. Uh, Kobe with the 447 has to be pretty big for him. For sure. I uh, know yeah. that was that's something that he was uh not mad at himself, but felt like you know he had a he had a better number in him than what he put up uh at the combine. And impressive. I mean he, he needs to he needed to show if he's gonna be a round two, round three guy, needed to show he had that uh that type of speed in him and I mean, I thought when he ran, he looked really good when he ran. I thought I didn't. I thought at the combine he looked like tight. Yeah. I didn't think he looked relaxed. I thought he looked. I don't. I don't know. If nervous is the word, but look, man. A lot. Of, you know. Imagine if, if you had to do one thing in under four and a half seconds that could determine like millions of dollars. You can get a little tense, I'm sure.
1: For sure, and like you the, the corners were like the, they're the last group to go at the con, the whole combine yeah it's just a lot of build up and then with the whole prime time thing like you've been up three or four days in a row for like you know from 6 a.m to 11 o'clock at night sometimes and then you're sitting around there waiting all day to do your drills and everything it's uh it's not the i don't think it's the most conducive thing to testing well but again we, then again it was the fastest combine ever so if you're not running fast it makes it's it, you know puts more eyeballs on you
0: well it wasn't really the fastest combine time ever or when we got the actual time oh
1: no it still was Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It was like for the for almost every position group, average forty time was the fastest ever.
0: Okay. Um, Beaver's good day.
1: Yeah, another good day. I mean, up six pounds from the combine, I think to forty three, over eighty one inch wingspan, thirty nine inch vert ran in the uh, high four sixes like he he's moving i think you know it's gonna be i think he can go second i'm not, i wouldn't i wouldn't like stake a bunch of money on it but it's it's not gonna surprise me at this point uh de-
0: oh, god
1: definite i mean i shouldn't say definitely i would be shocked if he didn't go in the third round
0: and there, there are all the numbers. But is, are his hands big enough? Is only nine and a half hands, Dave. Oh, then,
1: yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they measured, like, other... I guess I did know that, but I don't yeah. think anybody cares other than arm length. If you're not a quarterback, it's like arm length is the yeah. thing.
0: 39-inch uh, vert, 10-3 broad jump. Pretty good numbers in the shuttle and, and three cone for a guy that size. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. My Jay, the weight was back at least.
1: Yeah, 247,
0: 248. He did. He looked good in the drills. He looked good in the um, drills.
1: I, I still don't know. I don't know why he didn't run and do the testing, like the jumps and stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: He was, from what I was told, he was satisfied with his numbers from the combine.
1: Okay. Like, great. He's a day three guy now. Like, You never know.
0: I I did hear as I was, I've got an interview with him that I'll be uploading here shortly. Uh, Ron Rivera was leaving uh, as I was right before I was getting ready to interview him and was like, uh, ever play linebacker? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was like, uh, I prefer defensive end, but I'm down for whatever. <laughs> you want to play me at linebacker? I'll play some linebacker.
1: Yeah, I, I just – I feel like – I don't know. I mean, that's, that's their call. I'm not going to – you know, whatever. But I just at, – at his way and being sick at the combine, it's hard for me it's hard for me to believe that even 20 pounds heavier with having his energy and explosiveness back to what we would call a normal level that he would not have ran faster and jumped higher and farther than he did, you know, being sick.
0: Yeah. But I guess the problem is if like, if if you, if you do it and you don't, then it causes even more concern, right? Like, I still sometimes do it. it's better to leave a little bit of reasonable doubt in somebody's mind.
1: Yeah. Like.
0: But I mean,
1: but I think you're leaving the doubt you're leaving is like, okay, you balked back up, but why didn't you like go show us what you could do at that weight when I mean, we know that's not like you're not the play? You're not playing at 228. So none of those numbers matter
0: unless he plays linebacker. <laughs> he just
1: he'd be small for a linebacker he would weight wise kidding. i mean he'd be a very very tall very very skinny linebacker
0: yeah i'm just messing with you
1: yeah but i mean like now they look at it and they go yeah but you're not playing it 228 so what are those numbers those numbers don't really mean anything
0: um cook is he still the guy you want the bengals to draft i don't know that we were saying it's the guy we wanted the Bengals to draft. I just said most likely. Yeah. I mean, Von Bell is not coming back after this contract, I wouldn't think, right?
1: Mm, I mean, unless they get
0: him cheap. Maybe. I mean, they
1: got him cheap the first time, but
0: yeah, maybe,
1: I mean like another two or three year deal possibly, but you know, I think they're going to draft a safety. It'll be interesting to see if it's more of a single high Jesse Bates type safety. Or more of a Von Bell type safety. <laughs> they're probably
0: going to need both.
1: Well, I mean, not this, not this draft.
0: But by the next draft, they're probably yeah, going to need. You might both. sign
1: somebody else, or re, or resign, right, Bates or whatever. But um, but I mean, I, again, with same thing with him. He didn't, he didn't do anything today. So, and and I don't know. I mean, if you didn't do something today. What does that mean for private workouts? Well, you only have like three weeks. You there's no workouts like the week of the draft.
0: He's probably so you, not gonna get. So to, it's not like you
1: have a lot of time to work to, out. to work out. So you didn't go. You didn't do the senior bowl. You didn't do the combine. I mean, there's there's technically four weeks.
0: Yeah, but, but I mean, he had a shoulder surgery. Like it's not. Right,
1: but they're. I mean, without any information, it's hard to say how you're going to get drafted.
0: Because I I get that. Because how do you how
1: do you how do you slot him on your safety board with no
0: watch the tape?
1: Well, okay, but with no data
0: against Alabama and Georgia, where he was really good or good in both games against elite competition. Right,
1: but. He's an he's an incomplete draft prospect. Sure, it's hard. Those guys get pushed down. Like we see it all the time. If guys aren't able to test, they get pushed down, unless they are elite of the elite,
0: Derek Stingley.
1: Right, and he's he's getting pushed down because of it.
0: We'll see. There's still some people that say
1: there are, you know, but two, but. Two years ago, he was a sure-fired, no doubt about it, top five pick.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he's been hurt, and he hasn't performed, and he hasn't tested. And he just keeps keeps getting pushed down. And maybe by the time the draft rolls around, he will. I believe he will participate in LSU's Pro Day. And he might, you know, somebody might go, we don't care what the last two years say. Like, he tested off the charts, and we think he's that – 2019 guy. And maybe he ends up going before softs. Like, I'm not, I don't think that would be wise, but I'm not, I certainly would not be shocked. Right. Um. But, like, Cook just doesn't have, he doesn't have that, he's an incomplete right now. And those guys get punished right or wrong.
0: Yeah, it's fair. I don't know. (laughs) Um... Let's see. What do we uh, as a Giants fan and a UC alum seeing sauce on the Jets would make my heart break. Yeah, (laughs) I can see that.
1: Well, the Giants and the Jets have two top ten picks, so we'll see. Um, I thought Curtis Brooks looked good. I really hope that dude gets drafted. I'm I'm not sure. He he went four
0: nine flat.
1: Not sure if he will, but like he looked good. Like, he looked good running. He looked good in his drills. You know, I think he can play in the NFL. He's, I don't, you know, he's a tough position fit at his size. But I feel like someone's going to want him on their roster and it might be worth drafting him in the seventh instead of trying to fight
0: yeah. teams. I thought he looked really good today. to that. sign him. I did too. But body wise, he looked good. He's maybe a little light for uh for an inside guy for the NFL.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's probably a three four defensive end. Probably. You know, in the two eighty to three hundred range.
0: Yeah. Um, but a four nine at that size, he was moving. Yeah. For sure, he was moving. Um. Anybody else? Catch your eye, anything else to stand out?
1: Um, I mean, Pierce was Pierce. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, had, he had one bad drop that was very uncharacteristic. One bad
1: drop, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's done everything that he needed to do and has looked good doing it, so...
0: Were we in the weight room today? No, uh, the media was not allowed in the weight room. With uh, 100 roughly NFL execu- scouts and executives there, uh, plus like UC players and staff and personnel, that is, that, that weight room is uh, is not built for that. No, <laughs> the the strain of having the rest of the media horde in there now. That, uh, that wasn't gonna happen today <laughs> um but, but overall Dave man it was wild walking in there and like there were security guards checking your press credentials outside <laughs> like literally this thing used to be like what 12 10 12 NFL Scouts the guys participating. Yeah, like, like it, players on the team, and then us, and like back, literally, back, that was that was the, it. You know,
1: back in the day, if like a coordinator showed up, that was like big shit.
0: Right. Like, oh well, damn! Like the,
1: the best you got was like position coach and scout. Right. Uh No, DeBlanco participated today. He looked good. Yeah, he was
0: there.
1: I don't I think he's a was. little slower than. I don't think he's a draft. He's not a draftable player. He, you know, he might get an invite, but. Um,
0: Um, but man, it just like walking in there, it's like, it's another one of those signs that this program is like skyrocketing, like not kind of skyrocketing, like really legitimately actually becoming something that none of us ever actually, I don't think ever actually believed it could become. Right. It's it's very strange. Like it, just the whole the whole scene today was kind of surreal. Back to my Zach conversation before I couldn't breathe. Um so we were just kind of standing there talking and, you know, I can't remember who he was standing with one of the scouts from another team and um you know, the the topic turned to like I was here not that long ago and it this was unfathomable <laughs> from a from a you know a belief standpoint like in 6 years this is what this place is going to be there's like no like that's not no chance it doesn't work like that the sport is about history and tradition and yeah maybe you might get that like one flash in the pan guy that attracts some people but th- this wasn't really like it, it, yeah the, the there were more guys there because the quarterback was there and you and I have talked about that you know in private and I know Aaron and I talked about it uh on the nightcap last night but this was a program thing at least that's you know this was things here are different now, and this was another one of those signs that you know the the top ten program thing is attainable or, or at least achievable. It, it, I don't know which one would make sense, but it was uh, it was a very surreal day on campus.
1: Yep. And you hope it's, you know, and, and the fickle kind of talked about it, that it was it's not just these guys. You know, there's a lot of guys that played a part in it. And that you hope that the younger guys that were all there hanging out see that and try to make it an ever you know, an every year yeah. thing. Or as close to this as possible. Right. Well again,
0: if you don't have the quarterback, it's not gonna look like that.
1: Well, it's also hard. It's it's different for this group because of the, the COVID years.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um but yeah, I mean you're not gonna have the the numbers when you don't if you don't have a a you know possible first round quarterback. Right. um and then you you know your other your your even higher profile guy wasn't gonna do anything so it's not like they were all there to see him but i mean there's no reason that they can't have five-ish draftable guys every year
0: right that's you not know? wild
1: right no not at all who are the wide receivers? Uh let's see. Pierce, Michael Young, Rashad Medeiros, Malik Mudge,
0: Bruno LaBelle, Bruno
1: Lebel, Jerome Ford.
0: Yeah. That was I think that was the extent of, uh and my and Michael Young. Did you say Michael I said, Young? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay um i don't know i don't know that i really have anything else more from pro day no other than it's just just crazy to to look around and see that i love i love fickle dunking a little bit on Vrabel today god he was just dying to do that oh yeah hey to clarify on that question it was asking uh who threw to the wide receivers was it just des
1: oh who, oh sorry yeah, i thought i thought des. it was who were the wide well, receivers
0: when, so when the when the wide receivers did their positional it was the wider rec- student who the guy that was running the wide receiver drills. the
1: bear bears coach
0: yeah um and I,
1: and, and I think a guy from the jets too maybe
0: so that was um that that's generally how that that operates is that uh whoever's coaching the position will do it and, and then the quarterback when you get to the throwing session for the quarterback um that's how that goes but, uh, are you participating in the podcast or are you reading your phone yes <laughs> i'm, my foot, my I'm not talking to you i'm talking to dave Get out of here. Why would why would I why would Kelly be participating in the podcast? Uh Kobe as a Bengal. It would probably be like if they took a second corner, right? Because I think they're
1: uh,
0: depending on what they sign, if they sign one, I guess. They if don't, they, free no, agent if one. they
1: don't take one in the first, then the chances uh are greater. If they take one in the first, I would say unlikely.
0: Because then they what? They probably wouldn't take one again until
1: if they took a second, it wouldn't be till yeah, late.
0: Which I still think likely Kobe's there.
1: I still think they're gonna sign another corner and still draft one pretty high. Um which would probably take them out of of take of drafting him,
0: well, I mean, I don't know. Do you see Kobe as potentially a late second rounder? No, with his four four seven today.
1: No, I think he's third.
0: Okay. So if they sign a starter, you don't think third up uh, waiting until the third round is possible?
1: No, because I think they, depending on who's there in the first, they could take one in the first as well. Okay because anybody they sign now is just is just a depth piece. It's not someone that they would envision like being CB2. Right. That person could be a CB2 battle with Eli Apple until first round draft pick <sighs> is comfortable being CB2. Right. So that that's why That's why it's hard for me to envision them waiting on a corner to where Kobe's going to get drafted.
0: All right. I mean, I don't, I don't have enough where really anything left on, on pro day. I don't think.
1: What about, uh, should we, should we move to spring practice?
0: That's kind of where I was going next. I was, uh, I was reaching over and getting my notes. Uh, I, I've been going nonstop uh, since eight thirty. Well, since seven thirty this morning, which is not normal for me. Um. <laughs> uh, so I haven't had a chance to. Uh, well, oh, sorry. We can't. We can't move on, Dave.
1: No, I mean
0: because we've got a timestamp, and the timestamps are brought to you by Urban Artifact. Cincinnati's home for tart beer and seltzer, made exclusively with real fruit, swing by Urban Artifacts, Northside Room. mention Bearcat Journal, get $2 off a flight of four tasters. That's our that's our promo, Dave. $2 off a flight.
1: Sounds good to me.
0: She kinda, do we have to? They didn't say. You got to mention Bearcat Journal. You get $2 off okay. a flight of tasters.
1: Well, how else would they, they get it?
0: I don't know. I didn't know. Like we, we got to make sure there wasn't like a like a hidden word, but it's just Bearcat <laughs> Journal. That's the hidden word. They they want us to come out, you and I, to come out there, Dave. Okay. And tour the tap room and and get some samples.
1: I've been there before. I'm I'm happy to go again.
0: Okay, Scott's been uh, Scott's been been heating me up about when we're gonna make it out there, Aaron. Yours is on the way. It, it was packed and shipped today, Aaron. So hopefully it'll be there for you to enjoy Monday night. I love all those during words. The, during the bounce. Nice. And, and then you can give us, at every time stamp, you can give us your review of whatever you're tasting. So, Along with a nice so, little
1: uh, urban artifact slurp. Uh-huh. Gonzaga down five, ten minutes to go. Are, are, we, uh, are we in uh,
0: danger zone yet? Well, I mean, I think that like the, the concern in this game was could Arkansas score enough to keep up with Gonzaga, and Gonzaga's only got 43 points with 10 minutes left in the game, which means absolutely Arkansas can win this game.
1: Now they're up six. For the record, I had Arkansas in my final four weeks ago.
0: but Nobody cares. You asked it's like, initially. It's so. like
1: telling me about your fantasy football. Well, we,
0: we talked about it on the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> just a nice little update. Appreciate that, Aaron. Um, yeah. I mean, that was going to be the key if you could if you could keep if this if it was a game that was going to be played in the seventies. I didn't think Arkansas could win. But if it's a game that right now it's it's on pace for the sixties, yeah, Arkansas can win.
1: No, it's on pace for more than the sixties. They got forty nine with ten minutes to go.
0: Gonzaga's got forty three. That's well, what I'm talking about. Okay. If Gonzaga scores in the 70s, I didn't think Arkansas could keep up is what the point was. Right now, they're not on pace to to get into the 70s. What? Four divided by three.
1: Especially when they keep missing one out of every two free throws.
0: They're on pace right now for 66 points. How's that for public school math?
1: Sure. I'm not double-checking. I don't know.
0: Uh, 65, 66, somewhere in there. Um, spring practice. Uh, Malik Van's back. Good. So that that's good after uh, getting his ankle taken care of in the off season. Dave, over here. Over here, Dave. I'm listening. Dave.
1: I'm listening. <laughs>
0: Uh, Malik is back. You're not on uh,
1: the screen, so why can't I be turned around watching the basketball
0: game? Because I'm looking at the screen. But you weren't on the. Just screen. Don't have my camera on. Um. <laughs> so that was good to see. Uh, I think we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be big right on somebody, Dave. I think we're gonna be big right on Dominique Perry.
1: I've, I've been on that train for a minute.
0: You and I both have. Even when he was barely getting third team reps. We were both like, ah, "There's something about this dude. That at that size, he's got some some really nice short area of quickness. He moves bodies around. Is he, like uh, I, is, he, is he flashing? He he was flashing again. He's he's solidified himself as the backup at this point, at least like you know watching the ones and the twos. Right. He he is with the twos at nose tackle behind Juwan Briggs uh, regularly." which means he's going to be in the rotation regularly uh, with the way that they like to rotate their defensive line. I I just, man, he, again, he had a, he, he knocked down a pass today. He had a couple plays where like they kind of had to blow it dead because he was just standing in front of the quarterback. Like (laughs) I would have killed you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know, things again, up the middle are, Not what they normally would be with Renfro out for the spring. Um, So, you know, he's not facing the best of the best as the second team defensive tackle. But still, like a a guy starts to do in flash like that. You start to feel pretty confident that when the real bullets fly, he's going to be able to give you quality snaps. Yeah. So um, more evidence today. this is pretty wild because I don't know that I've ever seen this before. Jaheim Thomas has his own personal coach. (laughs) Do you know who that is? I'll give you a guess. One guess.
1: Personal coach. What? Um,
0: There's one person. Luke Fickle. Yeah. Every day, Luke Fickle is like specifically and directly – Working to develop Jaheim Thomas, that bodes very well for Jaheim Thomas.
1: Sure, a lot of one-on-one attention.
0: I am going to talk to him. If not Saturday, uh, then early next week, because I know at the beginning of practice, Justin talked to him, and Justin said he, like, he said it was a little nerve-wracking every day to have the head coach coaching you specifically.
1: No one else. Like, like all right. you get all the reps. Yeah. So that means you get the good ones and the bad ones.
0: <laughs> well, but I mean, even in like in in like seven on seven and team, right? Like, you know, if Jaheim does something right, Luke's you know congratulating him or whatever. If he does something wrong, he's immediately pulling him to the side and pointing out, you know, you missed this angle or there was a um there was a Charles McClellan toss outside today. I think Jaheem took the wrong angle on and it resulted in like a 12 13 yard game and, okay. and Luke immediately come here
1: it's not hard to take the wrong angle on Chuck
0: yeah and then later they were doing just like uh like you know defense work like seven on seven on zero basically and Luke was the entire time just strictly with Jaheem every snap. It was like, wow, James has got his own. He's got his own coach. That's that's pretty neat, <laughs> big, big big time. You wanted to develop. That's the way to do it. Um, another another defensive lineman that has uh, stood out to me uh, a little bit more and more each day. Eric Phillips looks pretty good playing that that you know five technique or or you know. Using that, he looks like a different human. It still blows my mind. Yeah, how much different he looks. He he was walking in to pro day next to Wiley, and I was like Wiley, he's skinnier than you. Like when they, like that that boy was 330, 340 prior to last spring football, or prior to going into last summer, and then just showed up all of a sudden he was two eighty five. What the hell happened? got i'm convinced he's got a tapeworm they gave him a tapeworm or something of that effect right um quarterbacks today eh, it, it wasn't a great day for the quarterbacks yeah i would say they were about even uh and and they did a lot of red zone today which this is where the i think my frustration with them comes in today. Red zone the quarterbacks supposed to feast in red zone, and that if it's, that, if it's, that did uh, not going happen well, But right,
1: I mean, UC's been one of the best red zone defense in the country for several years now. So,
0: guess who was flashing a little bit today with the second team, Dave? Offensive defense? defense. First time I've really seen him get second team reps, and he looked good, including. Um, a very nice interception. Isaiah Cox. No. JQ Hardaway. Oh. Second team boundary corner. Had a really nice interception on Ben on a ball. Ben under through just a touch, but just enough for, for JQ to get in front of it and, and made a, a nice acrobatic catch on it. Um,
1: Starting corner by homecoming.
0: On the boundary, you think? Yes. Arquan has looked good there. I, I will give oh, that I didn't know. to Arquan. I
1: don't know if that was still that is that like a permanent thing?
0: I, I don't know if it's permanent, but the past three practices, Arquan has taken almost every snap as the, the first team boundary. Yeah,
1: he'll be yeah, then they'll team. move Arquan back to slot and Jake will start.
0: Or you could move Arquan to field. Either right. way. Yeah. Um he looked I mean he's He's, he's 198 a, like, he's the, he's pounds, the first
1: Dave. thing I noticed when I came to practice the other day. He's like a helmet taller than every other DB.
0: Yeah. Looks the part, and we're starting to see him play the part. So that's good. Um, I've been noticing Rob Jackson a little bit more. Still running with the threes, so still looking to, to move his way up the roster. But... Again, you have to like when guys start making progress, that's when they start moving up, right and I've noticed Rob Jackson a little bit more um so so that has been notable um another guy that had a really good day today with the twos and and they were they were shuffling around the twos a little bit today, so some of the guys that haven't gotten many reps with the twos were were getting yeah. more. I thought cam jr had a really good day, and this is like the second practice in a row, yeah. That, that he has started to splash. <clears throat> Shouldn't be a surprise that that somebody that Marcus Freeman specifically targeted uh, and, and really wanted on campus, Cam Jr., Leroy Bowers, Deshaun Pace, uh, that, that those guys are like, oh, they're pretty good. So I don't think that should be a surprise, right? No. Ivan Pace had a pick on Ben Bryan as well today um Ben Bryant with the he did have a nice touchdown throw to Tyler Scott in the red zone about 12 yards. Uh Blue Smith caught a slant from Evan Prater about 8 yards in the red zone for a touchdown. That's probably Prater's best throw of the day. Put it right on the money. Uh no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Evan's best throw of the day. Right over the top of a, def- a defender down the seam, Shaman Mateer with a beautiful fingertip grab. He's he's gonna be so good.
1: He's I saw him today for the first you know first time. Dude is like, uh thick with three C's.
0: I I don't know how. <laughs> he can run that fast at that weight he's he's just gotta you
1: know uh i think uh if they're not careful coach cummings might try to take him turn him into an offensive <laughs> tackle
0: but not that, the way it, he's been catching passes. no i know but i'm
1: saying with like with that butt and legs but
0: yeah he's he's chunk as the kids would say but he still manages to move 20 21 miles an hour she doesn't make phys, the physics of it don't make any sense no and then uh finally a guy that's been starting to catch my eye as he's gotten more carries with the third team stephen bird looks like he could be something going forward yeah i mean they the, the threes go live like they they try oh, yeah. to they try to keep the ones and twos off the ground the threes go live, and and Bird looks like one of those guys that, like, searches for contact.
1: Is Montgomery getting carries in, with the threes, or is he with the twos?
0: Uh, starting to be more with the twos. Miles Montgomery.
1: Well, yeah. I, Ryan Montgomery's not getting carries yes. with the threes or the twos.
0: Right. I know. But just for people that, <laughs> again, you have to treat every podcast That's like true. somebody's listening for the first time. Miles Montgomery. That's true. I, I, Dave, I think Miles Montgomery's the
1: the best running the back most, on the team.
0: Yeah. I
1: do. <laughs> it's a podcast of a fan podcast. We can say those things.
0: I, I think he's the best running back or at least like the guy that's most suited to be a number one tailback. How's that? Like it, he has, yeah, he's, he has mo- he's speed. like,
1: he's like Jerome
0: a little bit. Yeah. But I I mean, not, the,
1: not the same player, but like, yeah, he's your number one. He's like, yeah, that's our number one tailback.
0: Right. Um,
1: and everybody can see why.
0: Right, he's got the speed. He's got the ability to run between the tackles. He's got the ability to hit a home run on you. He's got the ability to get tough yards if you need them. He catches it well enough out of the backfield. Uh, obviously, in like a spring setting, you don't know if like what's his blitz pickup like. What's his you know what's his pass pro? But just in terms of being a running back. I I think he's that dude. We'll see if he can win the job, but I know we've been we've talked about that coming into the spring. Um, What Tuesday? I thought he had a really good day carrying the ball. Uh, He didn't get a lot of touches today. Um, I don't know if that's maybe just you know taking it easy on him or whatever. Goes. Yeah, Uh, but also. Two practices in a row, Chuck has been really good. Good. Like looking back to full speed Charles McClellan. Um, So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if we see him maybe elevate to that number one status at some point here as well. Um, So running back, running back's interesting. It's maybe more interesting than quarterback, but everybody wants to hear about quarterback
1: so always get that's all get all is. the glory man all.
0: those are my notes that's my notes for today so any, any questions anything you want to you're you're curious about
1: uh the Leroy bowers nickel experiment is that ongoing
0: still ongoing um it had been Predominantly with the threes, the first, uh, the first week, starting to see him get more snaps with the twos. Uh, he got in a fight today. Yes, good. With with punches thrown, I like it. Him and Wyatt Fisher. He took exception uh, to oh, Wyatt dude. Fisher. I'm, I'm sorry, but
1: Arkansas just threw up a three trying to draw foul and made it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's your day. And JD we'll Note
1: has taken 25 shots.
0: <laughs> That's their offense, right? Like he nine, their nine one dude for can 25.
1: Score. But, uh, yeah, sorry. I was
0: seasonally. I think the, the standing out in the cold this morning is, uh, getting yeah. to me a little bit,
1: but, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, any of the, I know it's still early, but like, and they're certainly with the threes, but any of the early enrollees besides JQ, um, I and mentioned I Bird. Stephen, you know, any of those guys, um, I mean, that's two out of nine, so, or two out of whatever the number is, that's already like a decent amount to, to oh, um,
0: another name I wanted to mention that, that was also getting some reps at the twos today. And it's a name that's i know a lot of people have probably kind of forgot about given how the situation played out last year starting to see Issa jarman oh. uh rotate in and get some snaps what is this like sixth winter yeah and it's spring in cincinnati if you don't like the weather <laughs> wait 10 minutes it'll is change it gonna like
1: snow this weekend or supposed to or something is it really
0: oh that would be awful Rainish, I would
1: like snowish that. or something
0: um Physically, I really like what I've seen so far from Sincere Lewis. Uh really, I mean, sincerely? really well put together. Huh? Sincerely. I sincerely like what I'm seeing from him to this point. Uh legit 6'2, 212. Another one of those dude, thick thighs, like big ass. Just likes to likes to, to be physical in space. Um Tyler Gillison, I think, looks the part. I think they're gonna have a they're going to have an interesting decision with Tyler Gillison.
1: Like, like you, what position?
0: Yeah. Do you keep him where he's he's at and try to play him as one of the edge guys? Do you let him just naturally grow like those guys grow? And if you do, then he probably moves inside.
1: Mm, um, I think I try to keep him on the edge.
0: I, I think I would too, personally.
1: Did Okay, here, this is a very random question. Did him and I know he played baseball? Did him and CJ also play basketball?
0: That I don't know. Because you know he's they a baseball guy.
1: they won the state championship Sunday night, Division One, pick Central did.
0: Yeah, they beat Central.
1: Yeah, and well, both of the I was wondering because like both of those guys were early enrollees, so like if they played basketball, they would have been on that team too.
0: Yeah, I don't think they did. I,
1: don't I knew. Think they did. I knew. uh Tyler played baseball, but I wasn't sure if he was yeah. a three-sport guy.
0: Um let's see. But yeah, Kalen... beat,
1: beat, the, beat the team with the uh Indiana and Florida State
0: signees on Yeah. Kaylin Carroll almost had a pick today. Um so that was another one that jumped out.
1: How's uh how's Ken Willis looked? You
0: know what's been surprising to me? He's been outside.
1: Yeah, just thought he was a slot guy.
0: Yeah, we like I know we thought initially he's a slot guy, but really, like we, I think we've gotten kind of spoiled, like with Sauce and Kobe and this like evolution to six one, six two. Not every
1: boundary, not every outside guy is going to be at least six one.
0: He's not small, Ken Willis. Like yeah. he, he's not. He, he, he's probably pretty close to the five eleven he's listed. Right. Yeah. Like, he, he's not one of those, you know, 5'11", but he's really 5'9 and a half, And you don't really have any choice but to play him in the slot. Um, most of his reps have been outside. I'm, like, 5'10", 5'11", and we stand about eye to eye for whatever that's worth. So Yeah, yeah I mean, he's I'm... right. You can tell he's not, like, one of those – he doesn't look like um... – oh, crap – uh, Malik Rainey, like Malik Rainey, a smaller dude, right? right? And Ken Willis has got pretty good, pretty good size to him. Um, I think that's all of them. Doggett hasn't really splashed yet, but that's not overly surprising for a freshman defensive lineman. What about
1: but... uh, Dalton,
0: I mean, he's, he's got good size. Right, but, I
1: mean, he's with the threes offensive yeah, line, you know.
0: I don't even I don't even know how much I've seen him with the threes yet. Some, you know, he's you know, yeah. yeah I mean, but size wise, oh looks yeah. the part for looks sure. part. Uh, so yeah, that's. I'm gonna try starting next week to do a little bit more O-line D-line stuff,
1: and I don't think uh, we talked since Ethan Green won state in wrestling. I think I think that was after last week's pod, wasn't it?
0: I think it was a little bit before, but I, we didn't we didn't talk about it. I don't think either way.
1: Dude's like he certainly carries two eighty five or higher, whatever he weighed in at. I mean, yeah, like I'm not gonna say he looked skinny. It's a big boy. It's a big like, boy. He didn't look like he. I mean, he didn't look like Josh Padilla, who's going to Ohio State. Yeah. He, he looked in way better, you know, way better shape. He might be, you know, a lot. I mean, he is like six seven, so I don't know how tall Padilla is, but. Um,
0: way way shorter, six four, six five. He
1: looked. He looked really good.
0: He did, and he is now uh, qualified for the gauntlet.
1: No, oh, yeah. Good luck with that, buddy.
0: You know who he gets first, right? What cope? Yep.
1: I don't, I don't know if the Rams would be real keen on that <laughs> it's a,
0: it's a wrestling they're not gonna like break anything the thing is that we learned on Monday with cope is cope wants cope wants a shot at thick so cope knows like if I can handle the kid I'm the one that gets the shot at thick although yeah. I don't know if thick would I don't know if thick would accept the challenge from cope
1: I think, I think Vic would still work him over pretty good.
0: Probably. Did did, did you see my post today about Vrabel?
1: Yeah, he just wants to fight.
0: Yeah. Would, would, you know, I was like, everybody wants to know, when are you and Luke getting on the mat? I don't wrestle. I fight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Vrabel <laughs> did speak to the team after practice. Yeah, well saw, saw that. Luke called him the most competitive person I know.
1: I uh, I have a friend that's a, a very, very big Titans fan. Yeah. And I told him I was going to see Vrabel today. Is, is there anything he'd like me to tell him? And he goes, yeah, tell him to punch Tanny Hill in the nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Vrabel's crazy. You, like, even just talking to him for a few minutes today, you're like, that's... That's not an overly stable dude.
1: <laughs> Chet Holmgren just fouled out with three and a half minutes to go.
0: And Arkansas up six. Gonzaga's, hey, man.
1: Gonzaga's got fifteen turnovers and is four for nineteen from three. Like they, they're as bad, playing as bad as bad as they can play.
0: You don't have to score a ton if the other team only has fifty six. 52, yep. what a 56, yeah. Did it, What was that? I, I just, in 21 years, Gonzaga has only once ever. Are
1: you talking about the no escalators tweet? Yeah. Yeah, they've never beaten, beaten a, a way higher than a three higher seed. Higher than
0: a three seed. And that team that they beat was like 39th in Ken Palm Yeah, like 33 three or 30. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Sometimes the bracket just works your way for 21 years.
1: Yeah, like all those times Xavier kept going to the Sweet 16. No comment? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that's you know, I think that's good on football. We just did about an hour on it. I don't think we've got really anything else.
0: I don't Really have anything left either. Yeah. Which would bring us to another Urban Artifact timestamp. Call all your March Madness games or catch all your March Madness games with a fruit tart seltzer in hand. Urban artifacts, fruit tart seltzers are made with only real fruit, never any fake flavoring. Swing by Urban Artifacts, North Side Tap Room, mention Bearcat Journal. Get $2 off a flight of four tasters. Did urban artifact that? acidifies their beer with a unique strain. Uh, why would they do this to me?
1: Lactobacillus. <laughs> oh yeah, we know we know what that word is.
0: Caught in the if they catch it in the church bell tower. Oh, okay. Fun fact. Fun urban artifacts. Facts. Yes. Fun urban artifacts. What were you
1: going to say about J.D. Uh, well, I was going to say J.D. Note just took one of the funniest threes I've ever seen, like a step back from 27 that I think touched the scoreboard <laughs> and then barely touched the rim. But then the next time down, Arkansas hit a three, and now they're up eight with 2.08 to go.
0: Jeff, you are correct. Thank you, Ur- Jeff. Urban Artifact.
1: JHJ comes in with a, with a fun fact.
0: Over 10% of the fruit used in making fruit beers nationwide happens at Urban Artifact that's a lot when you consider there's a lot of fruit beers these days there is 10% Urban Artifact um, basketball 3 is the number Dave is that is that acceptable for you
1: mm, I guess I mean I don't really have a say in it so it's going to have to be right
0: I mean, when you count, I think you're planning on not that they're going to be stars, but Skillings and Reed, you would expect to be in the rotation next year.
1: Yeah, they better be. So <laughs> they better be in your top eight. I'll say that.
0: Maybe nine, depending on how well, the portal yeah. goes.
1: Sure. I mean, but we don't know that right now. So, right.
0: you know. So if you get three guys on the portal that are going to play, and, and you, you add in Reed and Skillings, that's five of a 10-man rotation that's being flipped, Dave. That, that's it's pretty good. Yeah. And you still have, potentially, we'll hear, we haven't heard from, from Dave officially yet, Dave, Vic, Newman, Odie, Adams-Woods, in a, you know, hopefully a a secondary point guard role. Like that's a pretty good chance to be a different team. What does,
1: um, what are the rules on cheering against Gonzaga, but then having to cheer for Eric Musselman?
0: I don't hold that against Eric Musselman. It wasn't his fault.
1: No, he's just kind of a, I just don't, He's just he's a as as he's you a know, weird little dude. As what's as what's his name, the comedian uh Lewis Black would say he's a bit yeah. much for me.
0: He's a little over the top. He does the no-shirt thing all the time.
1: Um, but my my dislike for Gonzaga is definitely more than my dislike for him. That's fair which is funny because like UC is kind of like, you know, being in the AAC, they're kind of like the Gonzaga-ish football program. But um,
0: yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair, but.
1: But I just do not like them.
0: I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> but
1: back, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, yes. I mean, if I had my druthers. You know, I don't think I ha- I don't think I have to be m- too much more forthcoming in-, in what I would like to see. But you know, I'm also not real big on the whole like beat it, dude. You know, part of the transfer portal.
0: Right. These they're still. It's, I I just it's still they're still humans. That, right. like, Have dreams and goals and aspirations, and for some of them, it's.
1: And hey, if, if a guy loves being here and and understands and is accepting and understands what that that decision means, then I'm all for right. it. Like, Right. You know, you want to play for the Bearcats? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm glad to have you play for the Bearcats. Like, you know, but, you know, as long as that person or those players understand, like, this is where we're trying to go and this is how I see your role, as we try to get there if they're cool with that great no no issue with that
0: whatsoever right um still getting to the point where we'll we'll hear more names uh as time goes on um an an interesting one to an extent tonight or today that we we found out does have a little bit of a a tie to West that I do think is a name that I'll be at least uh, adding to the monitor list is Brandon Murray, uh, another guy, uh, LSU guy that played quite a bit as a freshman, Um, had kind of a reputation as a defensive stopper, Um, looks more like a 2-3
1: he averaged 10 a like, game. So for yeah. a freshman is a yeah, that's you know, pretty good for a defensive stopper.
0: A, a defensive minded freshman in the SEC on a loaded team an average 10 a game, that's that's not terrible. Um I, I do think that's one that like at least I moved to the like the monitor list, right?
1: Yeah, worth making some calls on.
0: Right. Like uh I've got my eye on this one. <laughs> um so that's really the only one so far that I've gotten kind of a sense that like we might that that one might be more than like just doing their due diligence. Like yeah the, that one might be like, hey, we, we let's make a push and see if we can get into this because. He was offered by Wes at UNC Greensboro Th- that tells you that there's at least some kind of relationship there. Has one of those um,
1: great tweets come out yet about him where it's like 27, these 29 no, no. schools have been in contact with. Not that X I've seen players. yet.
0: That'll probably be tomorrow. <laughs> I guess Illinois thinks that they're gonna, they'll be, they'll be involved. They, they've got a assistant from Virginia Tech that recruited him hard. Um he's a DMV kid from from
1: he went to DC. IMG though, right?
0: Yeah, but he's from yeah. DC. Okay. So um, so that's that's the first name I've really felt like there might be a little smoke with other more than just like, hey uh we have to be doing something today, so let's call all these kids that are in the portal. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot else, really. No,
1: to me. I don't need It was I really
0: mean. like a a heavy pro day type deal. And that's the thing. Like, it everybody complains about the long podcast. We only do long podcasts when we have that much stuff to talk well, about. I don't know
1: you you guys on Monday night seem to crank out two hours and 30 minutes like it's it's no problem whatsoever
0: a lot of that though is the mailbag like a lot of the times we'll be done and like <laughs> done with the podcast portion of the show in an hour and a half and then you know we do the, we do the, that, the was mailbag. A, uh,
1: that was a, I'm scared to shoot this free throw by Arkansas guy barely barely drew rim
0: not great I mean, that's clearly out in Arkansas, um. So yeah, uh, I I just don't I don't know that we need to extend this any further. There, there's there will be a lot of basketball stuff to talk about here. Is oh yeah, transfers start happening.
1: It might work out perfect. Like that stuff might start happening like right when spring football's over.
0: Well, and and the week of the weekend of spring football is the first. AAU weekend. Yeah. So then, you know, hopefully we'll get the, the transfers mostly taken care of and then it'll be on to 2023 with April and May recruiting and what's going to be a m- monstrous like class in terms of importance. Like that that class headed into the Big 12. And they've got a pretty good head start on a lot of dudes that can play or at least you know they they're they've got their their claws in a bunch of dudes that can go. So that's our last time stamp. I got I got one more Dave. Okay. Spring means two things. Basketball and warmer weather. Masters. Enjoy boats with some fruit tarts from Urban Artifact. Cincinnati's home for drinks made exclusively with real fruit. Swing by Urban Artifact's Northside Room. mention Bearcat Journal, 2 dollars off a flight of four tasters. There was more. I got five of those that they gave for me to read. We can even like save them
1: for when we have am. The, the big shows.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am. But you know what there. we should do
1: when what? we have guests? We should ha- we should have the guest read one of them.
0: Ooh, there you go. Maybe put it up on the screen and see if the guests can read it for us. I don't think John Cunningham would do that for us.
1: I'm sure we can find a guest that would.
0: I, yeah. We might have to have Scotty send them some a taster. Yeah. Needs <laughs> need some
1: gear too. Like I'm sure they got t-shirts and stuff.
0: If they don't, maybe we can hook them up with our friends at 513 shirts.
1: Cross promotion, baby.
0: <laughs> All right. I think we're good. Let's uh I'm gonna watch some basketball. Dave's gonna go to bed.
1: Good, good chance. That happened. All right.
0: Let's uh let's wrap it up. Thanks to everybody tuning in. Good day of Pro Day today. And uh, we are onward and upward towards the draft as uh, the spring continues. He's Dave Simone. I'm Chad Brendel. Thanks as always. Producer extraordinaire Aaron Smith. We'll see you next time. It's the Holy Grail BCJ podcast right here on BearcatJournal.com.